Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Tom Wilson and Nicholas Backstrom, both back on practice ice. Beck Malenstein joins us as the Caps take on Dallas tonight. And Tarek El-Bashir going to join us as well with his take on the first seven games of the new season. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, October 27th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way. In a Capital One arena. Prior to the team's departure for Dallas yesterday, there were two terrific sights at MedStar Capitals Iceplex with both Tom Wilson and Nicholas Backstrom getting on the ice for the first time since they each had offseason surgery. It was only a few minutes for each. They're not even ready to resume daily skating yet, but it was the first time they were both back on practice ice in Arlington. It was a step forward for both of them, albeit a small one, and they'll both hopefully be able to try skating again in a few days. It's all part of their continued rehabilitation. While both still have a long way to go, it was encouraging for fans and their teammates alike to see him back with skates on. Yesterday on the show, I chatted with Garnet Hathaway about the spark that the fourth line has produced again this season. The newest part of that trio was just recalled last Wednesday from AHL Hershey. He got into the game Monday at New Jersey and immediately responded with his first NHL assist. After the game Monday, Peter Laviolette called him, quote, a perfect fit, skating alongside Hathaway and Nick Dowd. As the team takes on Dallas tonight, here's Ben's conversation with Beck Malenstein. The NHL debut going back a few years ago, a larger sample size last year, I think a dozen games, and now another call-up now. Without looking too far ahead, do you feel you're at a place where you could potentially take advantage of an opportunity and maybe solidify a, a longer run at this level in this position? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'm definitely starting to feel, um, you know, as, as getting older, more confident, more experienced. And you can lean on those experiences when you come into these games. You know, it wasn't uh, obviously still nervous, but not nearly as nerve-wracking as the first time you throw on the jersey. And, yeah, playing with guys with Dowder and Half that are, they just make it so easy on me, communication and things like that. It makes it really easy to step into the lineup and just play your game. So, yeah, definitely want to take advantage of whatever opportunities I can get. Just take it day by day and make the most of it. How so do you feel you might be better prepared or equipped at this stage, at this age, given all the experiences you've been through? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you have a, a pretty good repertoire of pro games under your belt at this point, either at the American League level or up here. And, you know, with the experiences I've been able to gain uh, up here in the small sample size I have, it definitely helps mentally preparing for games, understanding what you have to do at this level to be successful and just trying to put that together every day. I want to ask you, last night after the New Jersey game, Peter Laviolette suggested... You're the perfect piece 
for a shutdown for a fourth line quote unquote role but what goes into embracing that role the work that goes into it the energy you have to bring and to be able to take advantage of maybe 11 12 minutes a night it's definitely not always the uh, the prettiest role like you said but it's something that I've kind of had in my game for a long time I've, I've known my identity for a while so for me it's it's just like you said trying to do that every single night with either eight minutes 12 minutes anything in between you go out there and you're responsible defensively and you try to create some momentum with the team either physically or on the forecheck and get some uh, offensive zone draws as well so no it's uh, it's a role I take a lot of pride in and something that I work towards every day there are a few things more satisfying than going out there and frustrating the other team and knowing you've done a job in shutting down the other team's top guys and if you pop in a goal or two as you guys were able to do in New Jersey all the better right yeah no exactly it's uh, it's obviously huge when you can go out there and and create offense as well and chip in on that side of the uh, on that side of the puck and you know when you're playing the right way you often end up in the offensive zone anyways right and you can have those uh, extended ozone shifts and, and create some chances with speed and, and on the forecheck so yeah it definitely starts in the defensive side of the puck for me but then continuing to build from there gaining more confidence in the offensive zone will only help not afraid to muck it up and engage physically as well eh? yeah that's always been a huge part of my game it's something I think that uh that engages me on the ice. You know, I've always been very physical from the time we were allowed to start hitting in hockey back in Pee Wee. So it's definitely something that engages me into games, just finding a way to use it effectively to turn over pucks uh, and get them back in our favor. I don't think when I ask you, playing with Nick and Garnet, the two of them have been longtime line mates. What goes into complimenting them and what makes them apparently pretty easy to play with according to those who have been on that left side. Yeah, they just have such a chemistry together but also just a willingness to communicate and, and take the, the nerves off of whoever's playing with them too. They play a very predictable game in the best way possible where they can read off each other very well. Uh, they're all over opposing defensemen on the forecheck and on the on the back check coming back so you know it's it really, you understand that you have two guys that are always going to have your back on the ice little mistakes are going to happen in a game they're very responsible defensively so you're going to have support that way too and just makes it easy to step into a game play simple get pucks in deep and know you're going to have two guys that are going to be right there with you Malenstein again expected to skate alongside Dowd and Hathaway here in Dallas tonight in the second game of a four-game road trip also joining us this morning we welcome back to the show Tarek El-Bashir from The Athletic and TNT where we discuss the highs and lows of the first seven games of the season with road games coming up tonight in Texas, Saturday in Nashville, and Monday in Carolina. All right, always a pleasure to hang out at the rink with Tarek El-Bashir. A nice win in New Jersey. I feel like this team is progressing, but I don't know if they're all the way there yet through seven games. But four out of seven, winners of two in a row, and they were certainly very opportunistic in their win at New Jersey now as they get ready for Dallas. They were, and I think uh, nice is a good way of describing it because it was also important. This is a team that hadn't strung together some wins just yet, and it's a tough division. There's some teams that I think we all agree should be doing better, and I think the Capitals might be one of them, although it seems like they're starting to kind of maybe snap out of it a bit. My one concern about the win in New Jersey is, as you said, they were opportunistic. They were outshot by a wide margin, which is a, an indication of maybe a, a territorial disadvantage. But one team has high-level snipers and the other one does not. And the Capitals, they capitalized on their opportunities. So it's a tough four-game road trip and it started off with a win. So we, you never complain about Ws. There have been a lot of moments in the early part of this season
season where the fourth line has been the spark plug for bigger and better things. Nick Dowd has three goals, and all of them now have been the first goal that the Caps have scored on that particular night. Hathaway breaks through with a goal and an assist. Malenstein gets plugged in on that line, gets on the score sheet right away. The Islanders, to me, these last several seasons with that fourth line, they had one of the best, if not the best. I feel like this line is right there with offensive production. They're out there all the time. They give this team an identity they can feed from. It's certainly very similar to what they had back in the Islander days. It's almost funny that we call it the fourth line because at the end of the day, when you look at the minute distribution, they're not always the fourth line. I mean, they're out there against the other team's uh, best offensive line. They're out there in important minutes at various stages of periods. Peter Laviolette likes that line. He trusts that line. And, you know, there was a question mark going into this season after losing Carl Hagelin. Part of what made that line go was just the chemistry between those three players, Carl Hagelin, Nick Dowd, and Garnet Hathaway. And they were trying different guys in training camp on that spot. You know, Connor Sheary got some time down there, Alexei Protoss. They were rotating, trying to figure out what mix worked. I think they're still trying to figure out what is going to be the long-term solution. But I'll tell you, Beck Malenstein, he shows up from Hershey, gets a couple of assists, was very noticeable. And afterwards, Coach Laviolette said he's a perfect fit on that line. Uh, It wouldn't surprise me if that's his job for now. Certainly was very good in New Jersey. And you mentioned Alexei Protus. How about the first goal of his season the other night against the Devils? Big smile on his face after he scored that goal. You know, he's a young player who's been saddled with a lot of responsibility and a huge opportunity. He probably was starting to feel a little bit of the weight of having not scored. So to break through, that certainly will allow him to maybe breathe a little easier. Maybe the pulse rate comes down a a little bit and, you know, maybe he doesn't squeeze the stick quite as much. Look, he was the the best of all of the, you can't really call him a rookie, but he was the best of all the players who weren't established NHL veterans in training camp. He earned that spot. And now that he's got his first goal, I think you're going to see him take off from here. With Protus doing what he's doing, with Malenstein stepping into the lineup, as you and I talk here, 19 days, one game for Connor McMichael. He's been on the outside. I don't know where the place is that he's going to crack the lineup. I mean, things happen organically. Could change tomorrow. This game can change in a minute. But right now, you would think at some point in the not-too-distant future, you got to get Connor a place to play, whether it's at the NHL level or maybe in Hershey. I agree. And and here's here's the problem that Connor McMichael is facing. He's not really a fourth-line player. Like, you can't plug him into the spot that Beck Malenstein has now filled. He's really a center. You look at how this, when this team is healthy, you know, they go of Guinea Kuznetsov, Dylan Strom, Lars Eller, Nick Dowd, and you got Nicholas Backstrom working his way back from an injury. I mean, who's he better than right now? Who's he going to displace? It's a tough spot for him because he's a 21-year-old player that needs minutes. He needs to be playing professional hockey games to hone his skills, to get comfortable, to, you know, to find his way. It's a very tough league, and he needs playing time to get himself ready to break in and right now he's getting a lot of practice reps that's not good enough in my opinion and I think at some point here in the very near future I think general manager Brian McClellan's gonna have a tough decision to make and maybe a tough conversation to have because young players need to play hockey last one for you and this involving just the progression again of this team over the course of seven games there have been times where this offense has looked unstoppable. Thinking about four goals scored at even strength against LA, the comeback against Vancouver, the second period at New Jersey. 
One thing we have seen with this team, they have been quiet at times. They have waded into games sometimes. They've given up the game's first goal in 5-7. of seven, But when they turn it on, they definitely know how to do it. In other words, it's the same Capitals team we've been yeah. watching for the past decade, right, John? <laughs> but no, in, in all seriousness, uh, you know, I, I think if you're McClellan, if you're Laviolette, you're kind of heartened by what you've seen over these last few games because, you know, you have those outbursts. You have those, you know, three-goal, four-goal periods. And you go, all right, whew, these guys still have it. I was getting a little worried there, but they, they still got it. Now, the, the question is, can you get it a little more often maybe? But the, the trick is, this is a long season. It's a grueling season. Alex Ovechkin and company, they, they've been around a long time. He, they know when they have to turn it on. They know when they have to get two points, and they know they can still do it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's one of those things where, but you also don't want to mess around too much and maybe find yourself behind, and it's now February, and you're trying to catch up. So it's it's that, that age-old, you know, trying to straddle the line of winning games, getting yourself comfortably in the playoffs, but also having a lot of gas when you get to the playoffs. So, again, this team is a veteran group. They know how to do it. I was, quite frankly, a little surprised by their, their soft start to the season. They're starting to look more like what I thought they were going to be at the outset. Capitals looking for a third straight win tonight. It would be the team's first three-game winning streak of the season if they can pull it off at American Airlines Center. Puck drop tonight is at 8.30 Eastern, airtime 8.15 on 106.7 A Fan and CapsRadio247.com. Have a great Thursday, everyone. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.